Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right, Todd, so today I was out on Google playing around a little bit. Always a dangerous thing. Yeah, but this one I, I typed in like best cults in Dallas, okay. and the results were surprising. Number one is Watermark Community Church. We're number one. We're number one. So here's the question for this week. Is Watermark Community Church a cult? Well, let's define the term. Yeah. One of the things that anybody who watches this knows that we always have to do when someone asks a question is we have to make sure we understand what they're asking. So I'll say this again, like sometimes people will say, hey Todd, are you a born again Christian? And I'll want to say to them, well, define born again Christian. And so if they say, well, you know, somebody who thinks they're better than everybody else who always votes Republican and hates homosexuals, I go, no, I'm not that right? Um, if they say, on the other hand, hey, it just means that somebody who might know that apart from the grace of God and the finished work of Christ on the cross, the regeneration uh, that the Spirit of God does by faith in Him and what He's accomplished through Jesus, and who knows that apart from Him He can do nothing, then yes, uh, I hope I'm a born-again Christian who therefore votes wisely, who loves all people, whatever their sin struggle might be, and who not only doesn't think he's better than everybody else, he knows that he is probably uh, chief among all sinners because I know my desperation. So when somebody says to me, is Watermark a cult? I might say, well, define cult. And if they do it the way that I think um, a lot of times that the world thinks of a cult, that um, we don't want anybody to talk to anybody but group members, that you shouldn't associate or have friendships with people that don't agree with us, I would say absolutely not. Um, if uh, they say they're obsessed about money and want you to sell everything and give it to a commune, I would say definitely not us. But if they define it maybe the way that the uh, etymology of the word would suggest that they should, right? Because um, the word cult comes from the Latin word cultus. It's one of those words, you know, sometimes when you put an us in the end of the word, it sounds Latin. Well, in this case, it is. Uh, and so cultus is a word which means to inhabit, to dwell, or to till. Think about the word cultivate. Yeah. It's people that spend uh, time bringing forth fruit from a land. And it really ultimately came to mean how we use the word cult a lot today, which means to worship. So actually, where you inhabit and dwell, pay extreme attention to uh, something, they're saying you dwell there a lot, you till the land, you worship, if you will, there to bring forth what should be brought forth. I hope we're part of the cult of Jesus Christ, that we have uh, a leader that we venerate, um, and because we believe that Jesus is very God of very God. We believe that uh, when you see Jesus, you've seen the Father, that um, he is the way, the truth, and the life, that he isn't just a man, he is um, the perfect God-man, that he always existed in the form of God, and in the incarnation, he adopted and added to his divine, eternal person, uh, humanity. And he walked on the earth, identified with our sin, and um, gave his, himself for us, that God made him who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so we, in all things, seek to be subject to him. And if people say, well, one of the signs of a cult is that you um, have extreme devotion uh, to a leader, dead or alive, I guess you would say, by that definition, you could say we're part of the Jesus cult. We believe that Jesus is very God of very God. And I hope that we do worship, venerate, abide with, and dwell with him. All right? It's interesting. Um, Jesus says some things that cult leaders say. Uh, we did a real truth real quick um, that, that says, um, you know, what did Jesus mean when he said, unless you hate your mother and father or wife or children or brothers and sisters? Uh, 
He's not worthy to be called my disciple. Some, you know, humanly speaking, cult leaders, David Koresh and others, would say, you need such extreme devotion to me, you, you should hate your family and come. In fact, we don't want you to talk to your family anymore. Um, the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, would tell the followers uh, of, of their sect, and what we would call them as a cult is because they believe you shouldn't associate with other believers even reading other materials. They won't sit down and do a Bible study with you and, and, and reason with you about whether or not other ideas than the, that comes forth from the Watchman Tower are true. Uh, Jesus doesn't say that. He says, you know, in effect, I mean, the scriptures say, come let us reason together. And let's take a look at this. Um, let, let's, let's, if something is true, no amount of scrutiny will affect it. And so um, we study the scripture, and we're not afraid of looking at other world ideas and ideologies that are out there because, okay, um, this is true. And, and we can reason with other people and study to see if these things are so. Um, the way that we live our lives, though, ought to look extreme to people. Uh, in 2 Corinthians, Paul was talking about this, and he says, listen, if we're beside ourselves, if we act crazy, you know, in a way that the world goes, that's nuts the way you guys says. He says, it's for God, because we are devoted to our leader, okay? But he says this, if we are of sound minds, okay, it's for you. And what Paul meant by that is we're living, as Peter later said, that we're living as aliens and strangers among others. When people see us um, not live for the things of this world, they're going to go, that's not normal. When they watch us resolve conflict the way the world um, doesn't typically resolve conflict, the world is filled with peace fakers and peace breakers. We're peacemakers, um, and we're devoted to one another in love. They ought to start to say, man, you guys are very, very different. And so what Paul was saying there is our extreme devotion to God, okay, which produces wise and noble living, that the world looks like, I mean, your families are different, the way you work through conflict is different, the way you use money is different. He says, that's the sign that we're part of the Jesus cult. Because in verse 14 it says, it's the love of Christ that controls us. Having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. In other words, um, we're all going to die to ourselves that we live for our creator king. So, it's interesting. Even a lot of churches don't do this. A lot of churches don't live as if Jesus is their exalted leader. They'll say things about him, but they don't live their lives in such a way that is radically different than the way that the rest of the world is. And one of the things I think that people have observed is the people at Watermark take seriously the claims of Christ. Right. But we don't exclude people uh, from talking. Not only, do we not, not only do we not avoid associating with other believers, we want them to engage with others and love them and get in the conversations about what is truth. Okay, So it's true, the scripture says, bad company corrupts good morals. It is true that it says in the scripture, that um, he who walks with wise men will be wise and the companion of fools will suffer harm. But we're not telling people you can't be um, somebody who interacts with others and considers other things and is constantly sharpened and even challenged by the world. Uh, we're not uh, involved in perverse activities like you'll see in so many cults. Typically, Adam, when you see a human cult, uh, one of three things has happened. You see a human making a grab for power. Yeah. In a church, leaders ought to be humble servants. Um, you'll see members that are exploiting uh, people sexually, and you'll see that uh, leaders that are uh, trying to drain people uh, of money and living pretty exorbitant lives. 
I don't think you'll find that here at Watermark. And so if somebody is watching this right now and they think they may be a part of a cult, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say that if somebody is telling you that they don't want you to consider other ideas, um, that that's a real concern. If they're isolating you from any interaction with anybody but members of that group, that's a real concern. Uh, certainly, if they're uh, exploiting you sexually, uh, if they're asking for extreme devotion where you have to be unquestioningly committed to the leader without the chance to engage them and ask them questions, then I would tell you to get out. Yeah, and the human leader. Yes. What we're talking about yeah. there, because that often happens. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's great. Great answer, Todd. Well, check out the show notes for some other helpful links and resources. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll talk to you again next week. 